Holy Letters of the Rebbe, Volume 7, in uh, letter number 2076, dated Baruch Hashem Yud Aleph Nisan, Tavshin Yud Gimel, Brooklyn Shalom of Rachem. Now this guy, this letter, the Rebbe, uh, even though the Rebbe is judging him favorably, he looked like a little bit antagonistic to the Rebbe or to the Rebbe's uh, uh, chosid and... And Rebbe is going to say at the end that he was wondering if to respond to him or not, but he did, because he's judging him favorably. But he was asking sort of questions about that one, he got an invitation from a chassid named Rebbe Nsiyim Sheikh Yashemtov. He was a very a devoted chassid, and the language over there in the invitation disturbed him. Let's look inside. The, the, he says like this, let's learn in, 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 in go in order. In, I'm responding, the Rebbe says, to your letter of the 16th day of Ador, in which you are uh, pointing out about the language of the invitation that you came, that you received with from Rabbi Chosid, with all the titles from Rebbe Tzion, Sheyich Yashem Tov Shadar. And what does he write in the uh, invitation? He says that this Rebetzin, he is giving himself a blessing that his son should be a Yerei Shamayim, a God-fearing, fear of heaven, a Chosid, and a Lamdan, a Lamdan, a scholar. But he says over there, according to my intentions and according to my wishes. So he said, according, basically according to the intentions and the wishes of the Rebbe. That's what he said in the invitation. So therefore, he has a question, what kind, what, 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 what how does it fit to tie the wishes of a Jewish person by the intentions and the wishes of another human being? So he's tying it to the Rebbe. Why are you putting it, why are you connecting it to the Rebbe? That's what he's asking the Rebbe. So, the Rebbe is going to explain to him that, first of all, that a prayer and a wish, it's very important that it be very specific and very articulated. It's me very clear. And the Rebbe points out from the davening, you see, you say all the specific brachas, we don't just say, God, do my needs, and that's it. But you go through and all the details. So if somebody doesn't have like the ability to fully articulate what he wishes, he can say, well, I'm asking Hashem the way this other person knows how to articulate it better. Let's look inside. So behold, it is known that the prayer is actually the service of the heart. As the sages tell us of blessed memory, in tractate, tightness on... To uh, a, and therefore, and it also needs to be in your speech. So, what's in your heart, you need to articulate. You have to say it. So, you need to have your mouth express what's in your heart, so that your prayer should be beneficial. You need to what you have in your heart. You have to say it out in your speech, and also. It's understood from the language of our prayers that the more you articulate 
and detail on his prayer, the more praiseworthy one is. A person should not be satisfied with just a general prayer. That's why we have the 12 middle blessings in between the first three and the last three, and then we have 12 blessings. And we don't have a one inclusive request. And also within these 12 blessings themselves, there is various details specified in each one of them. So therefore, so it means basically we need to articulate and we need to have, when we do a blessing, we need to have as much detail specifics that one can. And therefore, if a person, individual, who doesn't rely on themselves, that they're able to specify, they're able to articulate in their prayer properly for whatever reason it is. And in his view, there is one of his friends who really wishes him and holds real good for him, truthfully, one, you know, wants his, the best for him. And the, uh, that friend of his uh, has an understanding in his request in more detail and more deeper. So then you put the language in your prayer and your request that you are praying so that your request should be fulfilled as the intention and the desire of the other person. So basically... It is okay, and it's actually recommended that if you can't or you feel that somebody else who loves you, in this case the Rebbe was somebody that Rabbi Shemtov trusted, and he wanted the Rebbe to uh, be the one who can articulate exactly what his prayer is and his request is, that's okay. The Rebbe says, you find this also in Halacha, in several matters, and one of them is in a heter iska. Heter iska means when you get a permission, a permissible way to take interest. It's called because there is a format in which you make the loan as part of a business, so it doesn't become uh, interest, and that is allowed. But you write in this Heter Iska, you write over there, as was instituted by our sages of blessed memory. So basically, you are relying and saying, I'm doing this sale, or I'm doing this loan, or I'm doing this business, as was instituted by our sages of blessed memory. And the one who's writing it, would even if he's be totally ignorant, and he doesn't know anything, he's just saying, I'm relying on what the sages said. And this helps, according to the Torah, because he gives over his view to the sages, so that helps. So it means when a person gives over his prayers and his requests to another individual who knows it, that's acceptable, that's okay. That's number one. Furthermore, the Rebbe says, uh, who is the one that can imagine the inclination, the Yetzer, of the heart of man, and all the tricks of the Yetzer Hara, who is a master craftsman at his, at his work of trying to trip people, and each person he comes according to their uh, specific situation. As our sages 
tell us the blessed memory in tractate Shabbos on page 105b. And therefore, he looks and searches for various different means, ways, to confuse the person, especially when there is a time of, of goodwill. The Yitzhahara worries that maybe this person's prayers will be accepted. So and then there is more probability, there is more probability that we need to worry that the Yetzer is going to confuse and mix a interest, a selfish interest in his request and his prayer. So, meaning when you're really asking for a lot of good things, uh, it gets the Yetzirah really worried and the evil inclination may try to trip you up over there. The greater Rebbe says that the request is away from physical matters, meaning the more that you ask for spiritual, for enlightenment, for success in, 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 in fear of heaven, like in the request of the above, what, of the one, he asked that he should be a God-fearing, he should be a fear of heaven. And he wasn't satisfied just fear of heaven, but he asked that he should be a chassid. A chassid means he goes beyond the letter of the law, beyond the measure of the uh, strict law. That means more than even fear of heaven. And then he's not sufficient, doesn't satisfy, he adds, he should be a lamdan, he should be a scholar. That means that he should use the power of Torah to be a heaven-fearing, a God-fearing and a chassid. And the Torah is a true Torah. So, Torah is true Torah because when you asked Shechesed, uh, not sure what the Rebbe is quoting here, Shechesed Omar al Yibore. actually in the Medrash that I'm looking at, it says that again, I'm not sure of the context, i got to look that up. But in any event, back to the, the, the it's understood that once you are asking for such great brachas for your son, right? The Yitzhahara is going to search for all kinds, everything what he has in order to confuse the prayer. And if he can't do it in the verbally, he's going to do it in the heart. Uh, and Rebbe says, so what do you do? So you're worried about maybe there is going to be an issue, you're not being able to articulate it because the Yitzhara won't won't stand for it. And it might even, con- maybe it'll confuse your heart. You won't be able to really, the Yetzirah is not going to allow for you to come up with such a good blessing. He might try to confuse you. So what do you do? So we find a advice where the Rambam writes in the end of Tumura that what happens, and he says why the, uh, when a person makes a pledge, 
he should verbalize it and tell it to somebody else. Why? So the Rambam writes in the end of the Murah that the Torah has really figured out the mind of a person. Uh, and he says that the person is basically conflicted. He has the Yetzir Tov wants to do good, the Yetzir Hara wants to stop him. So while a person made a vow or he made something, consecrated something, maybe he's going to retract, he's going to have second thoughts. The only advice for this is to give your prayer over on somebody else's mind. So then, who's not directly connected, and he wants his goodness. So then the speech and the intentions go together. In the laws of Tamura, it talks about you're not allowed to exchange. You can't even exchange the animal that you consecrated, good for bad, bad for good. Why can't you do... And the Torah says if you exchange, they'll both be holy. You can't get either of them. Because once you start making changes, you start adjusting, then you're going to come eventually to change around. So therefore, what is the way to do it? So he says, doesn't help that you said it. You might... So therefore, what is the advice? That's not... This advice the Rebbe is saying is for a person. When he has a decision is to give over his prayer on the mind of somebody else who isn't connected and wants his goodness is good. So then your speech and the kavana go together. And also do we have several examples of this in the revealed part of Torah. And one of them is our sage of blessed memory say in the Dorim, that he told them, I want you to know that I'm administering the oath not on your, you know, your consent, but on mine and the consent of Hashem, meaning that you won't be able to change it later on. Uh, okay, so basically, so far, first the Rebbe tells him that when he asked, he asked, he said, like the Rebbe wants. So first of all, the Rebbe says. We need to articulate our prayers. That's part of what we see. And therefore, if the other person can articulate it better, that's uh, even better. And uh, uh, like we find that saying like the other person, like in Hatariski, uh, you say like our sages tell us, even though the person doesn't know. Which means if the other person knows better than you and you're relying on him, that's good. And further, the Rebbe says, sometimes the people may not be able to express fully what they have in their heart and the Yitzhahara will come and confuse them. So therefore another person is okay and you could um, and you could you could do this as the Rebbe shows various different places. The number three, he asked the Rebbe also that uh, a prayer should be in a more general way uh, that you should be one who does the will of Hashem without mentioning the way you're saying that you're Shemayim, Achosid. So the Rebbe says with, after asking you for forgiveness, your honor, this is not true. And as I mentioned earlier, that from all languages of prayer, which the men of the great gathering, that's the rabbis who instituted 
the prayers, you will see that they detail the requests and the prayers to the extent possible. And what and the reason for not detailing it even more, that is only for the purpose that there should be one general language for all Jewish people. But that language is already very detailed, and I said earlier, as he sends him to the Rambam, laws of Tefillah, Pedekalaf, and Pedekvah. And the Rebbe concludes, the truth I want to tell you, that I wasn't sure if to answer these questions or not. Since, the Rebbe says, I'm sorry to say, in all times, especially in our times, there are many that their intention is just a question. Especially if it's a a path they're not used to it. And when they ask, somebody asks this individual, why do you escape from this path? Why don't you do it? So, the easiest answer is, oh, I have question on that path. So people are just throwing out questions just so they don't want to have an, have an easy excuse why they don't find it. So since there's a lot of people that that is their intent with their questions, so then there is no benefit so much in the answer because, as the Rebbe says, the gates of questions have not been locked paraphrases this, the, you know, you'll always find questions. But since the Rebbe says, I don't know you, so I'm going to place you with the assumption that you're righteous, that really your intentions are only for the good, and that is to explain to you something that you have not yet had the opportunity in other people's uh, letters to see similar language, like he writes based on the other, similar even though similar to this there's many places as mentioned earlier, the Rebbe says ends with blessings for a festival of Pesach, Kosher V'Sameach a Kosher and Happy Pesach the Rebbe says in a footnote, in a PS self-understood if you have some comments and the above I'd be interested to read them, and I will make an effort to respond to them based to, according to my abilities. And the Rebbe said, I specifically brought two examples of above. The above example. The example the Rebbe brought from a Shvuah, the Rebbe brought down that you can make a shvu on other people's so the Rebbe says this is, has a special connection to the Bar Mitzvah because the, the idea, the concept of shvu that's the service of men that begins from the time of the Bar Mitzvah apparently that was his Bar Mitzvah because at that point the person becomes, the oath was administered from Mount Sinai, David gave him the oath Okay. Intention over here is to make a interest. Beheter iska, the Rebbe says, because to gain interest, the Rebbe brings down, meaning Hashem sends down the soul to do the work, and it brings back interest to Hashem.
Beheter Iska, that's a, a permissible way. As explained in the mind of my father-in-law, that starts with Tamik Tevsachra in the year Tavshin Tes. I'm also attaching my general letter for Pesach that is upon us. I'm sure it, might, it will interest your honor. So again, the Rebbe writes him a long letter, gives him the benefit of the doubt, that his intention is okay. Rebbe brings him several examples, and the Rebbe says that sometimes people are just, you know, trying to uh, antagonistic and asking questions, and, you know, they'll keep on asking questions, but the Rebbe says, I don't know who you are, I'm assuming that you are just haven't come across such a kind of language, so you're surprised, so, and the Rebbe says, the examples that I gave from a Shvua on somebody else's, and also by the Heter Iske, by, you say, Das Chazal, is specific because uh, that's really a, a related to uh, our Mitzvah boy, who is uh, responsible for the Shvua, Hashem gives the Shvua to the soul, to eat Tzadik, Russia, or Mujbam Har Sinai, from the time of Sinai. The Rebbe doesn't bring down the first thing I said, he brings down Mujbam Har Sinai, and also the interest that we bring Hashem back through our service over here.